Hey, good afternoon. It is Dr. Heidi. This is Get Detoxicated, uh, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. This is a podcast for any and all people who have been affected by people that are unhealthy for them. As I mentioned last week, I am refocusing just a little bit for a few weeks to incorporate um, the characteristics of the toxic person as an educational awareness type of podcast so that anybody who's dealing with people in the workplace, in the family life, in the home, and in friendships, in school, can start to learn the characteristic traits of a toxic person and why toxic people behave the way they do. The first thing I would like you to know is toxic people are not necessarily toxic to all people. The way I like to teach is this is your life. You get to decide who's in it and who is not. So by going through the traits, it helps my listeners understand the fact that just because someone may be toxic or unhealthy for you does not mean that they're a bad person. But because you are responsible for your own life, it is your responsibility to learn how to deal with these people on a level that doesn't affect you emotionally, mentally, or physically. And as I was as I was planning on how to do the podcast, I really feel like awareness right now is the number one thing so that you can understand where it is that you are sitting in this situation. Now, that being said, I did get some fantastic questions that came through um, the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page this week, and some of them were on questions about how to handle a toxic parent. Um, I had one on how to handle a toxic um, work environment, and I had one on how to handle a toxic friend. So all of these can be applied to the very basic characteristics of the toxic person. So the one characteristic that I wanted to start with, and it is the beginning of every coaching program that I do with my clients, is the first trait that I like to address is criticism. Uh, The toxic person in general is very critical. And when I say critical, it's not in a constructive, helping you, giving you a little advice type of way. Uh, In the beginning of the relationship or in the beginning of the friendship or in the beginning of the work environment, it may be that you will miss the criticism because it appears to be that they're trying to help you. As it goes on, however, if it is a criticism type of environment where it's very nitpicky and things that shouldn't be criticized or things that don't even really make a difference are being criticized, that's when you need to really look at what's going on and evaluate where the criticism is coming from. Um, Again, the reason I talk about criticism first is criticism is something that after the relationship is over, after you've moved out of a toxic home, after you've left a toxic environment, criticisms come with us. We stick it in our little fanny pack of what's wrong with us and we move on through our life with all of these criticisms that people have told us about. It's hard for us to place our finger on the low self-esteem and the low self-worth that comes with criticism. But if you start thinking back 
of things in your life and things that were criticized that now today you still think about? Why are you carrying that around when if another person said it or criticized it, why years later is it still affecting you? Now, one example that I love to use, and, and I, I feel bad using it, but it is just an example that will show you how a negative connotation to something can affect you years later. Now, I'm using this, God bless my mother, beautiful woman, and when, she was, when this happened, she was not being critical at all. But I remember being very little, maybe six, maybe seven, and going to get my hair cut and remember her saying to the lady that was cutting my hair, can you just give her some type of haircut that will cover her big forehead? Okay, again, my mom was not being critical. But to this day, every picture that I look at, I will say, oh, we need to retake that because I have a huge forehead. And you know what, my staff called me on that about four weeks ago when we were making a poster for the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic conference that we hosted here in St. Louis. I kept saying, we can't use that picture, my forehead is huge. And one of my friends slash staff members said, you say that every time and I have never ever once thought that you have a big forehead. Okay, I am now 40 years older than the day my mom said, can you give her a haircut that will cover her big forehead? And I continually am focused on how big I think my forehead is. And it was just like a light bulb went on. I was like, oh, yep, that's something that I have been carrying around for over 40 years because somebody else said something. Again, I apologize to my mother, beautiful woman. She had no intention of being critical that day. It was just something that went in my mind and stayed in my mind for decades. So when you do have somebody who is criticizing every little thing that you do, just the example of, of me having a big forehead made me realize how much head trash somebody could carry around if they're actually listening to negative things around them. And you know, when I look back at the stuff that I am insecure about and the stuff that you know gives me a panic attack, after I had this forehead realization, I started thinking about the other things that I'm insecure about, and you know what? 80% of them was from somebody in my life telling me that something was wrong or something should be improved on. So that being the case, that's why the criticism is foremost when I teach about the toxic traits because your relationship with a toxic person can be long done and the criticisms will go with you. Now, why do toxic people use criticism? Um, again, I will review shortly. A toxic person in general is wanting control or wanting attention. Those are the two main things. Again, it's more complicated than that, but if we, when we go through these characteristics, every single one of them is for the toxic person to either gain control or gain attention and admiration. By using that simplified way of looking at it, you will be able to disconnect emotionally by listening and going through these toxic traits and why they do them. Criticism in a toxic relationship has two different angles, okay? A toxic person, a true toxic person, a narcissist, a sociopath, whatever the diagnosis is, and again, 
I don't get hung up on the diagnosis because we're talking about you healing from it, not them and their, and their actions. But a toxic person in general operates better when other people are struggling because that puts them in a power or control situation and makes them feel better about themselves. So when a toxic person can criticize somebody else and bring somebody else down, it makes them feel better about themselves. So the constant criticism is a control power type move on the toxic person's part. Now, things like, why don't you wear those jeans? Look at how good they make her look. Or you should get your hair cut like that. Or why don't you clean the house like my mother? Or my, my grandma used to make the best Easter ham ever. You might not even notice that some of those are criticisms, but if you start keeping track and the criticisms go along with some of the other character traits, you need to really realize why you are being criticized so harshly. So if you are one that is being constantly criticized or feel like you're being constantly criticized, I really want you to stop and start paying attention to the reason for the criticism. Because what happens in a critical situation is somebody tells you something that they think needs to be fixed and you spend the next three days, 100 miles an hour, trying to make improvements on whatever this criticism was. So you're criticized on Monday and by Thursday, you think you got it. You're like, okay, I fixed it, it's done. I got the jeans or I changed my hair or I cooked the ham or whatever it is. And I guarantee you that by Thursday, they have changed the standards, they've moved the goalpost, and whatever it is that you just achieved to get out from underneath that criticism, their rules are different now. So you just spent three days trying to fix what they thought was wrong and now they're on to the next thing that's wrong anyway. So in a critical situation, you really need to stop and think, are they really being critical? Is this something that I can fix? Is this something that is constructive criticism? Or is this something that a toxic person would use just to feel power over top of me, make me run in circles for hours, cry, get upset, you know, feel not confident, and make the decision from there on, it, on whether it's something you want to change or not. A toxic person's goal in criticizing is to get a reaction out of you. They want to know that they can absolutely control your emotional state. So if they can't make you happy, they're going to make you sad. Because either way, they control how your emotions are. And, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, if you are in a toxic situation, you know that the toxic person, when they enter the room, changes the entire dynamic of the room. The whole family can be happy and the toxic person walks in and the whole entire demeanor of the room changes. And the reason that is, is we become so accustomed to jumping to their every need and every want to keep them happy or to accommodate or to please them or to not disappoint them. So when you're being criticized, you need to absolutely understand that it is an inflammatory reaction or an inflammatory words because they're wanting a reaction from you. The minute you give a toxic person a reaction, you have just given them what they wanted. So if they're trying to make you mad and you get mad, that's exactly what they wanted. If they say something mean to make you cry and you cry, that's exactly what they wanted. You have to be strong to deal with toxic people. There is no doubt about it. You have to talk to yourself 
over and over to stay one step ahead of them. And criticism, without a doubt, is one of the first things that you need to talk yourself out of. A lot of times they will criticize what they know you are good at, or they will criticize what they absolutely know is the opposite of your true character, which then will send you reeling because you are 100% sure that you're good at that and they're telling you you're not. It's all to get a reaction and it's to make them feel better. So I really want you to think about this week, make a list. Who in your life criticizes you? You know, what do they criticize you about? How does it make you feel when you're criticized? And what do you do about it when they criticize you? Because there's a certain level of criticism that's healthy. You know, you wanna know when something can be improved on. We all do, but we don't need to know that everything needs to be improved on. So really start keeping track of what criticisms are valid in your life and, and you know, weigh it. If this person thinks this of me, does it really matter in the scope of my life? You know, if it doesn't, write it down, wad it up, throw it in the trash, burn it, whatever, but get those words out of your head. Do not stick them in the fanny pack to carry around for 40 years and you still think that you have a big forehead. Criticism to me is almost makes me as upset as the lying characteristic because it's so hard to mentally get yourself out from underneath the criticisms because right behind criticisms will come the comparisons. As soon as you feel like you're not doing good enough, you're going to start comparing yourself to other people around you, which is a whole nother level of toxicity. So if you have questions for me about the criticism um, trait of a toxic person, feel free to message me. Um, again, I am now starting to get questions and I'm, I'm getting super excited about being able to educate on this podcast. So you can get a hold of me on my Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page. You can get a hold of me on the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Instagram account. My website is edgewellness.net. You can email in through there or you can join the email list through there. But there's a lot of ways to get a hold of me and that's what I'm here for. You know, I've made my mistakes with toxic people and I have learned from them and I will just tell you, I wish there would have been a resource when I was going through the repetitive toxic relationships that I have. So that's what I want to be here for. I want to be here to answer your questions. So thank you for joining me and, um, at the Get Detoxicated and I will be talking to you soon.